afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. Joining me on the boards today, as always, is Mr. Kyle Dotson. Hey. How you doing, Kyle? I'm good. Anything new happening in your life? Uh, no. No, not at all. What's that crazy game you were playing last night? You and uh, my Good dog. improv. Good improv, by the way, Kyle. I know. A yes and. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> I have two. Uh, yeah, that's Mike Siegel. Mike Siegel. Hi, said, everybody. As promised a few episodes back, I told you that Mike Siegel would return. And he's here <laughs> for our topic today, uh, which is super groups. Super groups. But before I get into that, Ty, I want to just add, what was that game? You and you and my daughter, Sarah, you guys were playing some game last night. Yeah, it's called Rampage. Rampage. And, and what is this game? It's not the video game, game Rampage. Right. It's the board game rampage. Okay. You're a dinosaur and you just destroy a city and mm-hmm. you try and eat as many people as you can. Okay. And what ages is this for? Uh, eight and up. Eight and up, which would include a 24-year-old. Yes. And, I'm, and... I'm in the and up. <laughs> okay. All right. It's how do you rampage through a city? Do you it's, just... You have to see this. It's a board game. So they set up like houses and stuff and yeah. then they like... They're dropping... A wooden dinosaur, dinosaur on the building to see if it'll crumble. It seems like it would crumble every time. Yeah, it doesn't seem but bad. No, because the uh, the people hold it up and they're like four on each floor. So sometimes like the first, only the top floor falls off, mm-hmm. or like if if you hit it a certain way, like the people might fly off the board, and that's like negative points and stuff like that. So, so you're teaching Pat's kids that destruction is fun. Yeah. All right. And, uh, and they she they like the kids like the game. Yeah, I'm like sure. The Look, the good thing about Kyle being in our house is when the kids want to play a game. He's in. He's in. He's in. <laughs> I'm in sometimes. Right. But it's... Uh, are you a board game father or are you more... You don't do video games or do you... I do you not, more, I'm, not a, okay. I'm not a gamer. The kids have like their handheld games. So they, we're not... And we have a Wii. Okay. And I'll play. But you know what? When I play the Wii with Rita, she cries every time we play. Why? Because... Because he hits Well, you her hit her with her. her. Yeah. You smack her because, around and tell her she's not doing it because right. Because if she's not winning... <laughs> She oh, gets really? frustrated at nine, and I'm like, "Honey, you can't win all the time." Yeah, especially if you don't let her win, right? Any of the well, time. You know what? Sometimes I, I sometimes I let her win, but with, with how's she gonna learn? Right? With the wee bowling, I love it. I love. I, lo- the, I, I love do. To get I, a strike. I play it with my uh, my nephew yeah. whenever I go back to Florida, and my mom can do the bowling too, so yeah. she likes that too. So yeah, Granny can do bowling. Granny can do bowling. So uh, so yeah, they're playing these board games and stuff. It's fun. I, I can't. I can't have a video game system in my. I, I'm that guy. I would get sucked in and waste and way be like, too much "Oh, time. the sun's coming up." Yeah, I haven't blinked in an hour. Maybe that I should. Yeah, he plays. He's he's a gamer. Yeah, I know these kids. Yeah, right here. I never got. Uh, I just really never got into it. So I'm. I'm kind of. I'm. I'm into so many other it's good. things that yeah. waste my time. That it's okay that I'm not. Uh, That's why I won't have it. Between the TV, internet, and just basically general fucking off. Dude, man, I can't. Hey, dude, between drinking and balling chicks. Come on, I can huh? barely. Well, you know. But uh, <laughs> all right, so we're we're here. We're today we're doing uh, we're doing super groups. When I mentioned super groups, were you? I forget if you were on board or if you were like uh, it would be a little. I, I you know I don't know what constitutes. There's a lot of loose uh, area, the loose gray area of what constitutes yeah. a super group. For me, it's just it's just uh, when members of other famous bands come together to form. A new band. You'd think, but a lot of times it's just really two guys. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, sometimes it could be two guys. And sometimes, I don't know if that, uh, is that a group? 
Sure, you know, really? sure. I'm okay with that. Okay, well then I'm I'm okay then. And, uh, and, and, and even if yours are sketchy, I think mine are are 100 percent on. So uh, okay. <laughs> do you mind if I Mike? Do you have any tour dates coming up? Any travel coming up? Uh, nothing right now on the books. You can go to funnymike.com and see any kind of info and where I'll be performing and, and, and that kind of thing. And where where can we follow you on Twitter? Give all that info. We didn't give that last time. Okay, it's uh, Funny Mike on Twitter mm-hmm. and also Travel Tales Pod on Twitter. And my podcast is Travel. TravelTalesPodcast.com. All righty. And folks, uh, don't forget when you go to, uh, when you head over to the uh, the blog site, which is, uh, is created. And they're doing a great job on that. Created by, by Jason Wilcox, maintained by Andrew Rich. It's www.RockSolidPodcast.com. There's a donation button there. And I don't ram it down people's throats, but if you want to, if you want to throw us a couple bucks to offset uh, whatever costs it, uh, it costs us to come here and, and record the podcast, it's welcome. Uh, usually when I say that there's a donation button, the next thing I know, there's nine bucks in there. So, uh, And that's, that's food for Kyle, basically. That's food for Kyle. Um, <laughs> so let's get this. Let's get super groups kicked off. I'm going to kick off with the band that had their first album out in 1990. And what happens when you take a member of Styx, a member of Night Ranger, an unknown drummer, and Terminus Ted Nugent. You want to blow your brains out? That's what happens? You might. Or you could throw them together in a band called <laughs> Damn Yankees. I knew you were going to bring these guys it. in. She said, what you got, baby, what I need. You got a love, got me on my knees. I'm so tired of what you got. That group made sense except for Nugent. Like, I don't know how anybody can be in a band with that guy. I know. And, they, and then they did that song, High Enough, which is a totally not a Nugent is song. Is that like a Diane Warren type thing? Um, I don't think Diane Warren wrote it, but, um, but it's, you know, very ballady. Let me oh, see. yeah. Maybe it is a Diane Warren song. And that's making me want to look it up here. See, uh, if Nugent, maybe that was the one time he had brains, because anytime he isn't part of a group, like his biggest hits... Like Nugent, when when you know Stranglehold right. and Cat's Grave, that's when he had an actual band with him, right? And didn't he didn't sing Stranglehold and those? No. He's better, yeah. He's that, better, that, like solo. He's an asshole, <laughs> and he, he can't write a hit. Uh, that was actually written by Tommy Shaw, Jack Blades, and um, and Ted Nugent. I'm talking about the song High Enough. Okay, all right, cool. I don't know if it's cool. But How many albums did they do? Three, two, two. Okay. <laughs> Two in that. T- they but they sold well. They, I mean, it did well. They always threatened to do a third. But- <laughs> But and that's a threat. That is a threat, <laughs> Mike. What do you, I'm not. I'm not hearing. Uh, You're not, not hearing, hearing me. I'm not hearing you that well. In oh, there. how about this? How about that? That's good. Maybe I do need a little bit more of my can, or maybe you need to turn up the mics a little bit. What do you think? Everything's good. Yeah, the mics are where they were at last time. Okay, cool. All right, Mike, you're up. All right, we're gonna go uh, when uh, Guns N' Roses broke up. Yes, we know who went their way, right. and the rest of the band went another way and got a great singer, Scott Weiland. Is it Weiland or Weiland? I could say Wyland. I, I can. Never, I feel bad I for know. those guys because they they dumped they got rid of one asshole and grabbed a, a different kind, a different, a different kind of an asshole, a junkie asshole. Yeah, but uh, they had a album out there. First album was Contraband, and this is Slither. When you look, you see right through me, 
Sorry, that was Velvet Revolver, of course. Velvet Revolver from Contraband. The second album was Libertad. Uh, both albums are great. Yeah, and, and Scott Wheeland, Wyland, whatever. whatever. I mean, he is a. If you've seen him live ever, he's an amazing frontman. I mean, yeah. he's just charismatic. He sounds awesome, and apparently, just a, an asshole. Yeah. So they were look, <laughs> they were looking for uh, they were looking for actually they were on my list too. I was going to play uh, "Set Me Free" from the same album, Contraband, but we'll remove that now. They were looking for another singer, and I, I really thought who they should get. I mean, I can't. I didn't talk to any of the members. But I thought uh, I thought Billy Idol might be a cool fit for that band. Really? I do. I don't. I don't no. I, I, I don't think Billy... You can't picture him doing that song. Can you? Maybe. I don't think he's heavy enough. No, he... I mean, no, I mean not weight-wise, no, but I mean... the body fat low. <laughs> I mean, metal enough. I, don't, I just yeah. don't think he's hard, hard rock enough. All right. Agree to disagree. Can you see? Back me up on this, Kyle. You don't. You don't see Billy Idol fronting that band. The rest of the Guns and Roses. Yeah, I don't know. He's don't he know. looks cool. <laughs> He's sixty. Yeah, he still doesn't have to wear a shirt. <laughs> That's true. Uh, hey, my next band is is the is the quintessential supergroup. It's the first one that pops in my head when I think of a supergroup. You take uh, you take a. Uh, Keyboardist from the Buggles, the drummer from Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, oh, guitarist from Yes, and uh, bass player, vocalist from King Crimson, and you get yourself some Asia. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to play a song from their 2010 album called... That's a mistake. Omega. Oh, okay, go on. It's, the album's <laughs> Omega. Oh, sure. Because their second album's Alpha, and this album's called Omega. You go to the end of the alphabet, sure. But John Wetton from, from Asia, here's how he pronounced it in concert. He would go... This next one's from Omega. Oh. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it isn't. And then you're going to play one from Alpha. <laughs> you but this is uh, asshole. This is uh, this is all original members. This is Finger on the Trigger. The So you one you got one of the twelve copies sold? How dare one? you! <laughs> uh, they have a new album. Uh, they have a new album that just came out called Gravitas. Gravita. And no, uh, it sounds Gravitas. Gravitas. <laughs> Gravy taste. Gravy taste. <laughs> um, uh, but Steve Howe has left the band now to concentrate because he was doing double duty between Yes and Asia. So he's left uh, amic- amicably. So I say, yeah. can't say it. And they have a new, uh, they have a new young twenty-three-year-old kid named Sam Colson on guitar, and he is uh, he's tearing it up. All right, so that's Greg Lake, right? Isn't that one? No, 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 it's, no. Uh, it's Palmer. Uh, Palmer's in that one. Yeah. Okay. Carl cause... Palmer, Jeff Downs, John Wetton, and now uh, Sam Colson. We, we went and saw them. We did. We did. Did you ever hear the story? Yeah, we saw them out at the Canyon Club, and I was. I needed to get Steve Howe's autograph and John Wetton. I don't have needed those. is a strong word. You wanted, you wanted it. Well, they were freaking. That Nobody needs Steve Howe's autograph. Freaking out because someone stole a Carson. What was it? Carson Daly. Yeah. Carson Palmer. Someone, someone, yeah. Carson Palmer. someone stole an autograph poster that Carl Palmer had signed. Oh, I think yeah. for a charity, and someone stole it. And they were like, "What a freaking!" Dick. I know. 
But anyway, I, I didn't see John Wenton, but I did see Steve Howe. I never, I think, it, well, I don't, I don't I've know. I told this story, I think. Steve Howe comes out back, and I have two Asia albums, and I say, hey, Steve, can I get a couple signatures? And his response to me was, he looks at me, and he goes, you really want to do this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe he was just I'm trying here. to get me to say yes. Oh, promote his band. Yes. So I said yes, and then he signed it, and, but I'm like, I didn't want to fight. I wasn't starting a fight. <laughs> You we really, doing this here? You really want to do this? He takes Sh- his watch off. Yeah. <laughs> he takes his watch off. <laughs> Schmitty. Schmitty. So, uh, all right, you're up. Okay. Uh, we're going to go right smack dab in the 80s, buddy. This is Power Station. Some like it hot. Speaking of Palmers, there's Robert Palmer and a couple of guys from Duran Duran. And, uh, and, and Tony, Tony Thompson from Chic. From Chic. The drummer from Chic. Produced by Bernard Edwards, also of Chic. Did they do two albums, Power Station? They did. They did this album and then they got back together and did another album with, but John Taylor. A uh, good-looking bass player. He did not come back for that album. Oh, he did not. Okay. No, because it was, it was both Taylors. Is Andy Taylor? Andy Taylor and John yeah. Taylor, not brothers, but not uh, brothers. both from Duran Duran. And, and which uh, one was the sheriff of Mayberry? That's Andy Taylor. <laughs> oh, that's He's Andy Taylor pulling sure. double duty as uh, sheriff and uh, axeman. And uh, Robert Palmer, uh, Rock and Peace. Yes, died when he was fifty-four. I know, way too young. And he just seemed like you look at that guy, and he just seemed, you know, because in the later career it was all the suits and mm-hmm. you know glamour. It, it, he didn't seem like a guy that. That's what that's what he, Love will do to you. I guess he's addicted to he's it. Addicted, he's to addicted, to it. addicted to it. He uh, he always looked like a like a healthy guy. I know, and I went back and uh, got uh, Sneak and Sally through the alley. Mm-hmm. What a great album! Yeah, he did a lot of a uh, lot of different sounds in his career. Oh yeah, and it, that's a, a New Orleans album, and it's it's really good. Yeah, really good. That's a shame. Were you a Power Station guy? Were you on board with this thing? Uh, yeah, I like a, I like a handful of songs. I don't like the entire album, but I like uh, I like Murderous. I like Bang a Gong. Sure. Some, like, some like it hot, and uh, and then Palmer didn't tour, and Michael DeBar. Michael DeBar. Yeah, you guys talked about it a little bit, didn't we? You? Did he said it was amazing because he performed at Live Aid. Live Aid, yeah. yeah. So uh, how, how do you skip Live Aid if you're Robert Palmer? Well, he skipped the entire tour. He yeah, did, but he, you go to that one. I know. Well, I think going in, he said, "I do not. I do not want to tour." All right. He could afford not to. I guess. I guess. <laughs> Uh, my next, uh, my next, uh, super group is from 2009. So right now they only have one album. Uh, I'm hoping they do another one. This is what happens when you take uh guitarist of the smashing pumpkins, mm-hmm. singer from Hanson, bassist from fountains of rain, Wayne, and the drummer from cheap trick, you get a band called tinted windows. <laughs>
like that. I never heard that. I never heard that song. That's a good. That whole CD is really good. Well, you got the the guy from Fountains of Wayne, who's a great like three minute pop song writer. Yep. And, and you wouldn't. You just wouldn't think they t- Hanson. No, you, you wouldn't think, think you would think. Oh, that's what I'm not going to like. And he's great. Right. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I guess they recorded. All of the album with like drum tracks or something. And then they they approached Bunny Carlos, asked him if he wanted to to drum, and he goes, "I'll do it." He goes, "If I like the songs, it'll be fifty bucks." He goes, "And if I don't like the songs, I'll do it for a <laughs> hundred." So they played some shows, not a lot of shows, but they did play out here at the Troubadour. I couldn't get in, but About um, ten minute sets for Bunny Carlos. <laughs> yeah, Bunny Carlos with his back problems he can only do a ten minute set. But that sweet um, hundred bucks will take care of it. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're up. All right. Well, this is, uh, what do you get when you take, uh, you got Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin, what? and Josh Home, Hum, Home, Home from Queens of the Stone Age. You get a band called Them Crooked Vultures. All right. song called New Fang. I like that song. Is that album good? Do you have that album? I don't have the whole album. I just had a couple singles off it. But I don't know why I can't get into the Queens of the Stone Age. I know. Well, I played them on the 2013 album. They have a song, a Sat by the Ocean, which is a great single. But I don't have like a ton of their stuff. I think I need to go through and like listen and cherry pick the songs I like. Maybe. Yeah, it's worth, it's worth a, a visit. All right. Let's go to some uh, big-haired 80s bombastic. I'm in. Uh, production. We're going to take a band that's got three parts babies, two oh, parts journey. Sure. We'll call this band Bad Journey. No. <laughs> call this band, uh, we'll call this band Bad English. One of the singer of this band was on this show. Was in this very studio. John Waite. And this is, uh, I don't know, it was, I wanted to play a song from their, that no one maybe heard and a song from their second album, Backlash. And this is called, uh, this is kind of one of those story songs. And this is called Rebel Say a Prayer. I still love John Waite's voice. I love John Waite's voice so much. But he said he, because he was uh, mad that their biggest hit was that, it was the Diane Warren song, yeah, right? And yeah. he, he's like, God damn, we got to play that thing again. Right? I know. He doesn't like playing it. He doesn't play When I See You Smile anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like all that crazy big hair. Schmaltz. Ballad. Schmaltz and ballads. <laughs> Apparently he but doesn't. 
No, he did But he not. looks back on that other, other than that song. That was a great experience for him. I remember him talking about that, right? He liked it. Yeah, and then I think what happened during the recording of the second album is I think, I think, I think Neil Sean might be... Pretentious Sean. and he might be hard to deal with, yeah. and I just think it all fell apart. Really, you can't really, Neil. You you, you want to like a f- two minute guitar solo noodling around on every song? I know that guy's a good guitarist, man. Yeah, and he won't. He'll let you know it. He'll let you every know it with song his, with all his noodling. <laughs> Mike Sable. Well, I'm going to go back to the ultimate, ultimate supergroup. Okay, this has more star power in one group than any other group that more, existed. More than damn Yankees. More than damn Yankees. <laughs> Kyle, let's do it. There comes a time <laughs> when we heed a certain. You got your Lionel Richie right you, there. You have when done it, my friend. Mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder. There's two right there. Dylan Springsteen. They were still in Stevie Hall Wonder. Notes. Hall and Oates. Loggins. Paul Simon right there. Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. Kenny Rogers, Rogers, folks, right there. Cindy Lauper, Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Aykroyd? Or as part of says Aykroyd. I, can't remember. I think that's Jeffrey Osborne. Tina Turner? Tina. Tina Turner, sure. I could listen to this whole entire thing. No, you couldn't? Let really? Play out a little bit. Okay. Billy Joel, there's your boy from Long Island. Oh, that asshole. <laughs> and Michael Jackson. Come on. Rock in peace. Rock in peace. Rock with you. MIP, molest in peace. <laughs> Diana Ross. Oh, wow. That lady's a diva. Yeah. Let it play a little bit longer. I'm enjoying this. Oh, are you? Yeah. You know who's not? People at home. Hold on. They haven't heard this for years. I know. Dionne Warwick. Yes. So they know that Biggest nostrils in rock. Oh, yes. Like a two-car garage when she looks up. There's Willie. Willie's Willie. there. They put people together on this song that you wouldn't think would sound good together. Yeah. And, and they don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Bruce. There he is. Hey, Bruce. Count it in. How many people are here singing? <laughs> Who's that? Can't remember. So Got to see Whitney? the video. Is it Whitney? No. Steve Perry, buddy. Perry. Come on. Oh, my God. Hey, check your egos at the door, folks. Daryl Hall? Is it? Yeah, I man. Think. Yeah. Back to Michael. Oh, he's, he's the biggest star walking at that time. focus. Yeah. Huey, Huey Lewis, Huey, 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 come on. Are you fading it? Yeah. You son of a It's bitch. seven minutes <laughs> it's long. It's seven minutes. It's, it's huge. <laughs> How much did we play? Two and 56. You know Quincy Jackson's going to be sending Quincy us Quincy Jones? Seat. No, Quincy Jackson. Quincy Jackson, the, the lightning thief? <laughs> Quincy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of Quincy those guys. Jackson. Is, why do they say Quincy Jackson? Such an <laughs> idiot. USA uh, for Africa, he's 1985. Gonna, he's going to send us a, a cease and desist. <laughs> Okay, now this next band, I'm going to tell you, you've never heard of this band. <laughs> okay. But they released three albums. They released an album in uh, 2010, 2012, and 2013, and then they broke up. Uh, this has um, bassist, vocalist, Glenn Hughes. 
Do you oh. know Glenn Hughes? He's no. from Deep Purple. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, it's got, and he sang for Black Sabbath for a while sure. after Ozzy was gone. It's got a uh, guitar virtuoso named Joe Bonamassa. Have you heard of him? I have. He's yes. like the new like Steve Vai mm-hmm. or one of the or Satriani. He's one of those guys. It's got Jason Bonham on drums, who's you know performed with Zeppelin and UFO and Foreigner. And this band is called Black Country Communion. And this is a song called One Last Soul. Did I not have a time code on this? Uh oh. You were born in a jet stream down in South Carolina. Got a roll in the big scheme. Now you're ready to shine. You're the one last soul to win it. You're the one last soul to try. You're the one last soul if you live it. You're the one last soul to tell you why. I'm surprised I didn't get more publicity. I know if you go on if you go on iTunes, they've got three albums, and um, if you cherry pick, you'll be able to you'll be able. I to did put not a, hate that a nice collection together. Yeah, there's a Joe Bonamassa left, so instead of just replacing them, uh, Glenn Hughes and um, Jason Bonham have a new band coming out called California Breed that I think is better than this stuff. So all right, that's check cool. that out, California Breed. Well, right. my next pick is uh, two of our favorites. Oh, yeah, they combine together, and I don't know if it's two. Well, I guess it's it's uh, it's Tom Petty, but I think it's all the Heartbreakers too with Stevie Nicks uh, from okay. Fleetwood Mac, all and this right. was a huge hit from 1981. Go ahead. So this is like Stevie Nicks and the Heartbreakers. Yeah, yeah. That's where I was playing a little loosey, loose yeah, with the uh, super group. Although she is, uh, she is. They've they officially say that she is uh, the sixth heartbreaker. Really? Yeah, they do say they do call her that. <laughs> That's so. funny. What a great song. That is a great song. And then there was a song then that came that was on her next album after that called "I Will Run to You." And they tried to. It's another duet. They tried to recapture, and it's pretty good. It's mm-hmm. not as good as that, but it's good. Well, she did that one in Leather and Lace with Don Henley, which is also she did a that good one. one. That's huge. Your favorite pal, Don Henley. We're not gonna bring that pretend. Um, Hey this band They recorded one album It was a live album And they went by This is what happened You you take You take the Former lead singer Of Montrose Oh buddy You throw him I knew you were gonna Bring these guys in Throw them together With that guy Who won't stop Noodling on his guitar Neil (laughs) Sean You bring uh, I think the drummer Michael Shreve I think he played With Santana and uh, Kenny is, Aaron, and Kenny Aronson is the drummer. I thought Kenny Aaron is Kenny Aaron, the drummer. Kenny, no, Karen, Kenny Aronson. Karen Air, Kenny Aaron, Sarah, Kenny Aaron, Aronson. Aronoff Aronoff. is a drummer. 
Kenny Aronson. Oh, this is why I got Kenny confused. Kenny Aronson is the bass player. Okay. And uh, and uh, so anyway, this is called Hager. Sean Aronson and Sharif, also known as HSAS. Now, on a side note, Sammy Hagar's most recent supergroup is Chickenfoot. Yeah. I wish he could have would have called them HSAS because it would have been Hager, Hager. Satriani, Anthony, and Smith. Mm-hmm. He missed the boat on that. Uh, I'm talking, <laughs> but with about, a great name like Chickenfoot, why would you not? Yeah. Absolutely, I'm, ta- <laughs> I'm talking a lot like now, but le- talking a lot right now. But let's listen to a little song called "Top of the Rock." Well, this is what I also realized doing research for this is that a lot of the same research. guys... Research? Research. We're looking in when I said super groups and I went through my collection. A lot of the same guys constitute every... There are like three, four super groups throughout there. Like Clapton is one of them. Yeah. Hagar, they just move around a lot and Satriani yep. and those guys. Then all of a sudden they join somebody else's band right. and now it's a super group. I mean, you could even say when Hagar joined Van Halen that yeah. that was like some type of a super group, so... A lot of people That's would say why no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of that, another one of those guys, Chris Cornell. He leaves Soundgarden. All of a sudden, oh, he yeah. joins all these other ones. And he joined up with the guys from Rage Against the Machine mm-hmm. yep. to form Audio Slave. And this is a song called Cochise. Racist. <laughs> they have the word slave. Do you like Audio Slave? Uh, I like the first album. I didn't get the other two. The other two? I think there's two, two more, maybe. Yeah, yeah there's think, three total. Yeah. There's three total. What did you? Were you a fan? No, but you know what? I don't. I don't like Soundgarden either, and I don't like Rage Against the Machine. So oh, well, none, then, none of this is going to appeal to me. It's a convergence of shit for you. Doesn't mean say. Well, it doesn't mean I don't think they're it's just good. not your thing. It's just not. I just don't don't enjoy that. But, you like um, that uh, Bond theme by Chris Cornell, though. I do like the Bond theme by Chris Cornell a lot. Know. Oh yeah, yeah, Casino right. Royale. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And Tom Morello's a, a guy that shows up in other people's bands all the time. Uh, Morello, I'm not a fan. You of think him. he's a noodler he's too? Clunking up the Springsteen tour for me for some reason. Oh, he's doing the uh, the not, is it acoustic? No, he's just they just decided that three guitars wasn't enough. Right. So Morello, and then someone t- emailed me and said, "Oh yeah, sometimes, sometimes, uh, Patty." Uh, 
Scale Alpha. Say Alpha. Yeah, Scale Alpha. Think or, of anyone's name. Today. Patty and uh, one of the background singers, Swoozy. Sometimes they both have a guitar on too. Oh. So by all means, more uh, guitars. You know what? Though I bet the girls' guitars aren't plugged in, <laughs> right? Bruce, uh, yeah, yeah. How <laughs> many? Um, well, if, if Bruce could count those guitars, how many would there be? Oh, let me tell you, we're sitting around today. <laughs> We were trying to think of how many guitars would be good on stage. At one time, Morello said four. And I said, we only got three. And he goes, I'm in. <laughs> so I said, okay, well, I can't. You know, Tom's such a sweet guy. He always makes me uh He comes around, he makes me a uh, pudding. <laughs> pudding, makes, you know. Rice pudding, he brings it. It's really? Delicious. So then uh, Swoozy, <laughs> one of my background singers, Swoozy and my wife, Patty, God, I can't shake her loose. She, they both want to hit a guitar. So I counted up and I said, like, I got Neil's. Got me, got Miami Steve, little Steve, whatever the fuck you want to call him. I <laughs> uh, uh, maybe seen him on uh, Sopranos. Uh, <laughs> so that would be a total of uh, how many guitars that be? Well, gee, hey, ho, ha, be five. <laughs> um, ha, ha. <laughs> okay, this next band, you take uh, you take someone from Bad Company, you take a guy from Led Zeppelin, you take a drummer that was a founding member of the Manfred Man Earth Band. Mm-hmm. You throw those all together and you get a band called The Firm and they're going to rock it out with this MTV hit, Radioactive. Sure. World's not a fight huh. And I'm not your captive Turn me loose tonight I like that song when it came out, but it didn't. If you would have told me that uh, Jimmy Page was on it or wasn't, I wouldn't have known any difference. No, no. I, I don't like any of their other songs. Oh, I really? Like that song. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know that many of them. They had two albums. Two? Two, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. They were in it for the long haul. <laughs> two. That's the thing about a lot of these bands. Other than, other than Asia. A lot of these bands don't um, don't. It doesn't last that long. No, I think it's either egos or they just they're just decided right away. That, oh, this is just for fun. Yeah, and when it's not fun anymore, why do it anymore? Right, exactly. Um, my next one is not even. I'm playing real loose with the supergroup thing because it's a virtual supergroup. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's an animated band, really. But it's really like two guys. No, I mean, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about gorillas. With a Z, friend. Well, who's in this? Uh, Damon Almarn from Blur. Okay. And a famous illustrator, Jamie Hewlett, who created Tank Girl. And they created this, uh, I guess, it was more of a side project. Okay. But they, when you Maybe we do call this, it a super group. Okay. Maybe we it's, save this for side, side projects. It's been called a super group. Uh, this is Gorillas. Go ahead, Carl. Feel Good Inc. is the name of Steady shot. 
The videos are really cool. I'll yeah, give you that I much. Bet. But it was a whole concept and uh, a story. They created these stories. I think they've done three albums. Gorillas. Maybe. Yeah. In three the, or four. What's their second album? In the Mist? <laughs> uh, um, uh, Kyle, my next song, does Mike have that band on his list? Yes. Okay, yeah, then, I figured then, you then would. Re- remove it from my list. Okay. Because I'll give him that one. I don't know which one you're talking about. Well, I'm sure there's some overlap. Yeah, so we'll remove it's, that one. It's Chicken Foot. hey okay this band they had one album just like we talked about uh one and done this is a guitarist from the sex pistols oh steve jones sure we got the drummer and bass player from guns and roses matt sorum and duff mckagan got the bass player from duran duran john taylor and uh and this is a band called the neurotic outsiders and this is a song called angelina I have never heard of that band getting together. Neurotic Outsider? Yeah. No. They, they, when did that come out? Their album uh, Their album was on Maverick Records, Madonna's label, and that came out in... Uh, 96. 96. Oh, that was a one-off? That was yeah, a one-time a one-off. thing? That was a one-off, and um, John Taylor played bass, uh, Duff played guitar and bass, because uh, they're both bass players, and that's too much bass. That's a lot of bass. One album. But yeah, that's a, that's a really, that's a really really good album. Hmm. So, and Steve Jones. Steve Jones. If you've seen recently, looks like he ate a couch. <laughs> He's enormous. <laughs> that's so funny, because all... Let those, himself go a little the, bit, those, Steve. Those punk guys... Jonesy, let himself go. Yeah, like, he should st- he should look like Michael DeBar looks. Yeah. Like, thin Fantastic. Just, yeah, fantastic. He can be cool as long as... If you, well, if you can keep your hair and stay thin, you're yeah. going to be cool. But even if you can't keep your hair... Thin. You got to be thin. You as can a rocker. stay thin and still look cool. Sting. Yeah, yeah. You can shave your head. You're all right. Yeah, that's but right. You, you can't let yourself go. You, you can't. can't get fat. That's not rock and roll. No. Yeah. Hear me, Randy Bachman. <laughs> fat is not rock and roll. Mike Reno. <laughs> is he big? No, Mike Reno. Uh, he actually just lost sixty pounds, so he's. There, but he was big for a while. You know how he did it? Working on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> your turn. All right. Uh, well, what do you get when uh, you take some guys from Pearl Jam? A mess. <laughs> Soundgarden, you get Temple of the Dog. Oh, I think our friend Mike Schmidt strike. loves this. Yeah. But it's on the table of fires cooking. This is a great song, yeah. And the farming babies will slaves are
There you go. So that's Cornell again, isn't that's it? That's great, yeah. <laughs> that guy. He's everywhere. He moves around a lot. Moves around. But all of a sudden, he joins another one. Hey, it's a super group now. Super group. Him and Hagar should get together. <laughs> Him, Hagar, and Neil Sean. H-S-A-C. Uh, S-H-I-T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they could make chicken shit. Chicken <laughs> shit. That's right. What, uh, now the, the, my next band, does Mike have them on his list? Because mine are all pretty classic after this. Yes. He does. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Sure. We'll, we'll remove that. I'm warning you now. Mine are pretty okay, classic. We're going to remove that from, from, uh, from my list because uh, he will not have uh, the next three I have. He will definitely not have. Um, okay. Let me uh, hold on a second. How you guys doing? <laughs> How come I don't get my own? Should I bring my laptop in there? Is that possible? Or yeah, you can bring your laptop in here. Okay, I uh, I'm yeah. g- I'm making Kyle do all the work here. You can bring your laptop in. Right. He needs to do something. Yeah, he does need. to Okay, do now this is a band uh, from ni- is from it two- <laughs> Well, is it, this is a band you say from 2011. Oh, okay. What happens when you take the guitarist from Eurythmics? Throw them together with one of the offspring of Bob Marley. Add in female vocalist Joss Stone and a guy named Mick Jagger. Wow. You get a band and an album called Super Heavy. And this is the title track, also called Super Super Heavy. Heavy. Let's hear it. So that's uh, that's Mick Jagger, Damian Marley, Joss Stone, Dave Stewart, and a guy named A. R. Rahman. Those those seem like four people all out of their comfort zones. <laughs> that's yes, what that is. Exactly, exactly, and that's what they wanted to try to do. They wanted to uh, they wanted to meld all different forms of music together and try to make a cohesive uh, album. And how do you think that worked? They uh, they didn't succeed. <laughs> uh, because that seems like something you would hate. It, I can't believe uh, I know, I don't, but that I like that. It. I really like you that do? song. Yeah, I like that song. I like a couple of the tracks. It's uh, it, on, on Wikipedia listed as rock, comma, reggae, comma, Indian pop. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> but, yeah. but, uh, you know what that is? Well, then it's, it's nothing. But if you know what I mean, it's 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 a lot of something and all of nothing. But obviously, it wasn't successful. You didn't even hear about this. No. How do you not hear about? And Jagger's involved. You think everything he's involved with? Dave Stewart. I mean, it's yeah. You know, so super heavy. Uh, Seek it out. They gave that. They uh, offered (laughs) it to uh, Bunny Carlos, and he said no. He's at he's at a hundred bucks. Fifty like that hundred no. Let me see. Here's some. Uh, here's the reviews uh, that we're in. The AV Club gave it a D. Ooh. Entertainment Weekly gave it a B minus. Ooh. No, okay. So, okay. So R- R- Rolling Stone gave it four. Four. Yeah, because they're out of Starfucker magazine. Oh, four stars out, out of, of five. Come on. The Observer gave it one star. Either that. Either that, <laughs> or someone is deaf over at Rolling Stone. I know. All Music gave it two and a half. I mean, so R- Rolling Stone again. 
they will throw Springsteen a five star review just just for anything. Yeah, but that was Mick Jagger, and but again, he can try anything he wants. Right, he's got so much cachet, but the other ones have a little more to. I know. Yeah, what, what right. is Dave? How many more do you got? I got two more. I got a bunch more, but you know, right, well, we'll how many do I get? Well, we'll keep going. All right. Well, these are uh, a bunch of uh, ugly old men who decided to uh, <laughs> create the ugliest band ever, but uh, all legends, every single one of them. And this is, of course, the Traveling Wilburys. Yes. Reputations changeable, situations tolerable, but baby, you're adorable, and only with So let's talk about these guys a little bit. That's Jeff Lynne from Electric Light Orchestra. George Harrison, of course. From the Beatles. They got Roy Petty, Orbison. Roy Orbison, Rock and Peace. Uh, mm-hmm. George Harrison, Rock and Peace. And uh, Tom Petty and Bob Dylan. And they have two albums. They have Volume 1 and then Volume 3. This is my favorite song of all of them, though. Yeah, the first ones. album is strong the whole way through, I think. And the second album's pretty pretty good. It's recorded after Roy's gone. Yeah. Um, what I like is Chickenfoot has two albums. They're another super group. Uh, volume 1 is the first album, and the second is uh, Volume 3. And Sammy <laughs> thought that was the funniest thing. <laughs> and, and then in my head, I'm like, yeah, the Wilburys made that joke 20 years ago. So... God. Stop it, Sammy. Um, here's my idea. I know that I know that the Wilburys listen. I know that Lefty and Spike are big fans <laughs> of the show. Uh, I think that they, I think that Jeff Lynn and uh, and Petty and Dylan uh, should snag Joe Walsh because sure Jeff Lynn just rec- just produced Joe Walsh's CD. Grab Joe Walsh and grab Paul McCartney. Because I think that's something that McCartney... I think McCartney at this stage in his life is like, yeah, let's do something fun. He said, McCartney sits down with projects that you never think he no. would do. I would love it if they would grab those two guys and, and do that's another Wilburys album. That would be pretty cool. So that would be fun. Listen up. Uh, but wasn't it like Harrison really putting it all together? For, that was, that's how that started? There's a, there's a documentary I'll have to lend you about, uh, about the making of the album and how it came together. Um, because I saw Harrison's documentary and they they talked to Tom Petty about that. But this is a total Wilburys documentary and it's something about they needed they needed a guitar and he goes, oh, Tom has that guitar and where do you want to record? I think Bob has a, has a studio. studio. And then they just all, and then they what they tried to do is they tried to write a song a day for 10 days and that's what they did. <laughs> that's pretty great. Well, there's nobody in that room that can write a song. So. No, terrible, <laughs> terrible guys. <laughs> Uh, from one of the that's one of the greatest supergroups of all time, and now we're going to come take it down about three hundred notches. Yes, to uh, we're going to. This is a band that mixes uh, the vocalist from Vixen, boy, you're oh, with boy. the drummer from Rat, Strike Two, the guitarist from L.A. Guns, and the guitarist from. <laughs> From UFO Strike three This should just be called The Leftovers <laughs> This is called This no this, No this it's Shanker? not No this is Shanker Tracy Guns Cher Peterson And Bobby Blotzer This is an album 
uh, and a band called Contraband. And let's hear a little tune all the way from Memphis. What's well, a cover song? Yeah, the whole album's cover songs. It's an okay, e- it's the Ian, old Ma- Mata Hoople song. Yeah, isn't it? written by yeah. Ian Hunter, and they do uh, they do a horrible version of "Hang On to Yourself" by David Bowie. And uh, now, look, I don't like this band, <laughs> but when I was thinking of supergroups, this popped in my head. Yeah. And I think this is this is a band that a lot of people will be like, "Oh yeah, I remember when they that uh, that video was on MTV." But uh, this album uh, was recorded uh, in Woodland Hills, California. Uh, oh, right down the street from you, where I live, the American Recording Studio. I'm sure that's still around. Um, that but was then, 1991. Again, it's another one of those things. That if it's all covers, then what's the? You're jerking off up there, right? Right. Really? Really I mean, not, I'm sure it's fun for you. Yeah, it's but really not a band. Yeah, if they're doing all. But the if you uh, do that live, that's fun. You know, you guys all to get to, get together. People yeah. come watch it. But then you know, the cover of the album is pretty cool. It has a logo. It says contraband, and then it has a, a bunch of road cases. And on each road case, it has the logo of the band that the that oh, okay. the members in. It's kind of cool. But um, <laughs> so. Check out the cover and don't buy the album. Yeah, and and that song's not that. No, it's, I mean it's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's if fine. you play good songs, they'll it'll all be a fine album, right? But because you pick good songs, but oh, what you're you gonna right. do. Okay, so how many more do I have? Um, I'm gonna let you play play one. I'll play one. You play another, and then we'll say our goodbyes. Okay, so, so I got a couple more. more, and yeah. so I got to play one with uh, Eric Clapton because every group he joined, and he joined about fifty of them, then all of a sudden that becomes a super group. So which one do you want? You want uh, Derek and the Dominoes, or do you want Blind Faith? Um, isn't Cream also a super group? Cream is probably like uh, the ultimate super group. I didn't bring yeah. them in. Um, did you? I didn't because I thought you would. Yeah, I thought see, you I would did too. that thing that you do. Okay, yeah, play but either one. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a little of both. Okay, well, first we'll go with uh, Layla, Derek, Dwayne Allman, Eric Clapton, and a bunch of other dudes. Okay, cool. <laughs> And then, of course, he got together with Stevie Winwood from uh, Traffic, and they did Blind Faith. Let's hear that. Come down off your throne and leave your body alone. Kyle winced. <laughs> Somebody must change. You are the reason. Oh, and Ginger Baker as well. Baker, amazing drummer. 
Excellent. Great album. Only Excellent. one album for Blind Faith. Well. And the controversial album cover. Yeah, well, it's a, a topless it's like a girl, right? Prepubescent girl, yeah, topless, holding some model spaceship or something. So it was banned in a. I, I think bet in this she country. wasn't pre. Was, was she? Well, no, well, she was a teenager. I think she was a teenager. Yeah, nineteen. I mean, her parents signed off on it. Uh, like <laughs> good parenting. <laughs> it's fucking great parenting. Yeah, it was a hippie time. It was sixty nine, buddy. Come on, <laughs> oh, all right, my brother. up top. Um, okay, uh, I'm gonna play one. Then you can play one. Then Kyle will play us out. This okay. is a. This, I played this song before because uh, the lead vocalist of this super group is Michael DeBar. Oh right. Okay. And this is a band called Checkered Past. This I, has got Steve Jones on guitar. Yes, Jonesy making he, another appearance. He's got the uh, he's got the rhythm section from Blondie, Clem Burke on drums, and Nigel Harrison on bass. And we've got Tony Sales on guitar. Soupy Sales' son, right? Who was also in, if you want to call Tin Machine a Tin super Machine. group, you could. But this is uh, this is the single from the Checkered Past C- album. Again, only one album, but I love this song. This is How Much Is Too Much. I wish I, I, I wish I would have known about this album in 1984. Did they ever tour? Because I would have been eating this album. I, they probably did some shows somewhere. I mean, because I think I would have. That's something you I think I would have heard of. Did they get any play like an MTV 84? I don't remember. I don't even I don't know, know if there's a did. video or, or anything. It just says Checkered Pass did some extensive touring in the U.S. Oh, they probably are support band. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, here support band for Duran Duran, In Excess, and Little Steven. That would have been a good show. Yeah. I don't know about Little Steven. I could see that guy. That guy's already screwing up my band. <laughs> One too many guitars. Uh, um, uh, yeah, the Checkered Past opening for In Excess. That would have been a cool band. It's a cool show. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you got? One more for okay, you. Okay, I'm going to close it out. Uh, first of all, apologies to I had uh, Bad Company on here, which was considered yeah. a super group. Sure. And, uh, That's funny because Paul Rogers then went and played yes. with Queen also. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had that the under the gray area rock pile. Would you consider them? You know, I or almost was, had them on, but it's there but, were two solo guys, kind of. Yeah, and they were kind of rock pile. Did play on? They only had they played on the uh, yeah. on the Nick Lowe albums and the Dave and, Edmonds album, and then they decided well, let's call ourselves rock pile. And okay, but no, I would have counted that, but I. Definitely thought you were going to have that sale. Yeah, so I didn't. Apologies to them. So I, I'm not going to play them. I'm going to play uh, probably the biggest, one of the first ever super groups. This is from 1970. You got your David Crosby from the Birds. Mm-hmm. You got Stephen Stills from Buffalo from Springfield. Springfield. You got your Graham Nash from the Hollies. And even, uh, you know, Young. Neil Young's showed up at the end. And he's from, uh, and he's also from Buffalo Springfield. He was from Buffalo Springfield, yes. So you're playing a Crosby, Stills, and Nash song. Uh I was you, young in this one. This is Woodstock. Yeah. Okay. I, th- is I that think the young exact, is this is that one. The same? I think that's the same one that I was going to play. This is my favorite no. one of theirs. All right. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of theirs, but uh, this is this is my favorite one. Of yes, theirs. it was the same one. Okay, yeah. we both had the same song, so this is a good. And one. written by an, uh, Joni Mitchell. Joni there you Mitchell. go. Woodstock. Well, I 
A classic, and I also forgot one band on the on the drive over. I remembered these guys, and I was like, "Damn it! Why didn't I pull one from them?" Was Little Village? Remember those guys? No, I don't remember. It came out in '92. One it was John Hyatt, mm-hmm. Rye Cooter, uh, Nick Lowe, and Jim Keltner. Nice. And they did one album, and uh, it's a good album. And I have it somewhere, and I forgot it until I drove over. <laughs> so check that out if uh, anybody wants it. Little Village. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Mike, thanks for being here once again. No, it's fun, man. Um, good to see you guys. Good to see you. Go to, uh, I say that like I don't, good to see you. <laughs> um, go to rocksolidpodcast.com. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Pat underscore Francis. Listen to the Travel Tales podcast. Pod, podcock. Podcock, thank um, you. Where, where do we follow you on Twitter, Mike? That's at Funny Mike and Travel Tales Pod. Uh, follow uh, us on Twitter at Rock Solid Show. Um, also, Kyle, where can we find you? Uh, at Kyle Dotson Funny. Mm-hmm. Do you have you have, you have funny in your name too? Uh, yeah, I don't have funny in my no expectations. <laughs> um, and uh, again, when you go to the uh, Rock Solid Guide, there's a donation button if you want to throw us uh, five bucks, whatever you want to do. Uh, Kyle, a thousand, a thousand, a thousand. Would that be crazy yeah. if you just went? Wow, five thousand dollars. Schmidt says he needs a, an oil change, and, and they send fans, him money. They send him money to get a, you know get a set of tires. <laughs> You know, I drive a car. Yeah. It doesn't run on air. You need tires. Yeah, I drive down here. Um, now, Kyle, knowing the things that you like in your life, I'm assuming there's going to be a super group coming up to play us out that's got Trent Reznor, Seth MacFarlane, and director <laughs> Christopher Nolan involved. Is that what we're going to get? No. What are we going to... What do we? What do you have for us? Uh, is Bane, is Bane involved? Is Bane? No, I don't like that movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um this is a perfect circle. Okay. Again, made up of uh, Maynard James Keenan from Tool. Into the mic. Be a broadcaster. Sorry, I'm trying to read this. Uh, mm. Josh Fries or Fries uh-huh. from the Vandals, Devo, okay. uh, Nine Inch Nails, All Weezer, right. uh, Hand Guns and Roses. All right. Wow. Uh, Geordi White from Marilyn Manson. Okay. And then uh, James Iha from the Smashing Pumpkins. All right. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Billy Howardell, this was his first band. How big is this band? I know, I was going to say, <laughs> A, too many members. <laughs> but uh, Super is, duper group. What if, it ends, and it, what, what if he says, also uh, Eric Clapton uh-huh. and Paul Rodgers? Yeah. <laughs> we said, super, not super size group, we said yeah. super group. Uh, this is Judith by A Perfect Circle. All right.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 